Guys, ChrisDComedy.com for Ticket Wikis. I'm in Salt Lake City and Denver this weekend. All the shows are sold out. I appreciate the good fans here. The only places left to see me. January 12th, El Cajon, San Diego. January 13th, the Wilter in Los Angeles. And then we have February 2nd in Nashville, Tennessee. February 3rd in Washington, D.C. And February 8th in Reno, Nevada. Those are my last dates. ChrisDComedy.com for Tiki Wikis. I'm really proud of this hour, so come see it. Come see it live. All right, guys. I have one date left of this two-year tour. It's in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, uh, December sixteenth. There's only about a hundred tickets left, so get on that if you want to see me perform this show for the very last time. Other than that, New Year, new tour with the guys from the Impractical Jokers. We're going everywhere. We're going to Highland, California, Las Vegas, Nevada, Tempe, Arizona, and we're also going to Miami on that cruise, January twenty-second. And then we're doing Hollywood, Florida, Tampa, Cincinnati, Youngstown, Ohio. Uh, we're doing Foxwoods, Atlanta, Georgia, Mobile. Alabama and a bunch more dates are going to be added. Just go to impracticaljokers.com for those tickets. Uh, uh, don't be a fake, don't be a flake, don't run away from your feelings, babe. Don't be afraid, don't be ashamed, don't hesitate to say, hey, babe. Mm-hmm, him. Okay. <clears throat> Ready? Yep. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. Let me spit out the cum. Here we go. I don't want a lot for Christmas. Oh, sorry. We have that guy that, that got that in the stadium. Oh, yeah. You did? You've got oh, no, it? asshole in the stadium? No, I, I've done that. You've though. done it. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine being that guy, though? Oh, my God. That's mortifying. That sucks. Let's talk about the mishaps in stadiums after we sing. Okay, fine. Okay, ready? All right. I don't, don't want a lot for hey babe. babe. There is just one thing I need. I, I don't care, care about the presents underneath the hey babe tree. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. Babe, all I want for hey babe is you. Yeah. How about this? My personal trainer, who I go to once a week, great, really great guy, nice guy, just, you know, deep in, you know, Queens, New York, never, you know, whatever. Deep in the heart of Queens, New York. He goes, uh, we, were, we were doing uh, chest presses the other day, and he goes, um, he goes, Shows. yeah. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> you like that license plate? And he goes, <laughs> and he goes, uh, he goes, um, yeah, he goes, you know, like with traveling and all that, you know, that it's very difficult to to maintain muscle with traveling. He goes, I had a client who traveled a lot once and I was like, oh, you know, thinking like, oh, you know, like I was like, oh, what, 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 what were they traveling like a salesman? He goes, oh, no, it's um, Mariah Carey. <laughs> I said, wait, what? He goes, yeah. He goes, I went all over the world with uh, Mariah Carey. And he kept saying it as if it was like, you know, Mariah Carey, you know, uh, you know the uh the person who sold five hundred million records. You know, yeah, you know. he goes, he goes. You know, Mariah. Cat, he goes, yeah. I, I was her, I was her trainer all over the road because she's great, great, great person. And you, you know, you know, he, Mariah. he goes, Mariah, hero, dream lover, yes. uh, honey. Mariah Carey goes, he goes, uh, he goes, yeah. He goes. So I said, wait a second, wait a second. We've been working out together for six months. You never told me you trained Mariah Carey. He was like, yeah. He was like, I trained, uh, I trained Mariah Carey. He goes, I, I trained some of the. I'd be impressed if he trained her voice. Yeah, <laughs> I've exactly. never looked up to Mariah Carey and said, "Wow, she's ripped." Right. Not that she's not. I'm just right. saying, like, yeah, right. She doesn't appear to me as someone that's like, oh man, she hits the gym hard. Right. She's just a, a very, you know, voluptuous lady. She, yeah, she is voluptuous. Yeah. Voluptuous. I don't know why women take offense to that. Now, Do they? That it's a thing now. Women are starting. to I take thought that was a comp. To, yeah. It's not a comp? I guess a man would take offense to being voluptuous. Yeah. Voluptuous you, is a fun word, too. If you're a man, you don't want to be pear-shaped. What's more yeah. embarrassing than a man having a big, fat ass? Yeah. Right? That's that's the thing. I think I'd rather have, because I got a big butt, but I don't have like a butt that's like outstanding where it's like, oh, my God. But like, you ever see like a guy who's in like high-waist pants and he's got a big old butt? Yeah. I think it's just one of the probably least sexy things a woman can look at. Possibly. But but it's funny because female large uh, butts are in, in very in vogue. 
I love Invoke. It's, it's, it's all the rage. Speaking of big old butts, Stavros Halikas, yeah. Stavi Baby, has a special we out love on you, Netflix. Stavi. And it's awesome. I don't know if you've seen it. I watched it yesterday. It was awesome. I started watching Stavi it. is the best. I, he, we love him. I, I, I posted about it. Uh, yeah, check it out if you haven't. Stav's the best. I started to watch it last night, and then I uh, indulged in um, some stuff that put me to sleep. What, what do you mean? I smoked. Oh, you smoked. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant like you watched somebody else's special and that one put you to sleep. <laughs> now, V, let me ask you this. As a Greek woman, Stavi's a Greek man. Does he, because he just kind of is so confident in his look, he's not what you would say traditionally handsome. Former guest, if you don't. Former guest, yeah. Stavi. Could you see how women could be like, I think Stavi's dope and, and hot? Absolutely, yeah. Wait, do you he, think, are you, do you think Stavi's cute? I think he's cute. He's attractive. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. I, I absolutely think that because he completely owns his look, and that's all it takes is to be sure and confident about yourself, and that's it. Well, yeah. He owns that look. He that, cultivated and owns that shit. Well, that's what I was thinking because when I'm watching, special, when I'm watching special, I'm like, also if by I nature, was a woman, I date this guy. Yeah. You know, he seems like a blast. Oh my god, he's so fun. Yeah. I mean, even, I know he is, but if I was like a woman, I'd be like, oh, what? I'm intrigued. Yeah. Even when he had no tooth, I was like, I kind of love this. I love the guy. no tooth. I mean, he literally pulled it out. I'm like, that looks great. Yeah. It looks great. It's, it's, he puts out a calendar every year. It's phenomenal. Go on his website, Stavros uh, Halkius 2024 calendar. It's all different looks. That is butt so naked. funny. He does it. Every, it's so, it, it's the best. Get head, get head brewery instead of February. <laughs> May I see your titties? <laughs> Munch instead of March. The May I see your titties. The picture was him completely nude sitting on his couch with a gun up. Oh, I love it, man. That's great. I, I, I remember when I, I first saw him taking pictures with uh, Mateo. When they used to do like the, oh, yeah, because Mateo is like a human. Mateo's a muscle with skin wrapped around it's, it. It's, I don't know what I don't know what what he eats and what he does to, to do that. Mateo Lane, he works his ass off in the gym. He, I mean, he's in the gym for two hours a day. He says though, he he's, he's he said he doesn't he but he, he cooks and eats pasta. How's that possible? How are those two things possible? Because like they say, I gotta ask you, make, you gotta make your own food. It's when you're going out to eat and the restaurants is when the issue comes. But if you're making your own food, you can control it and it's and you can eat good healthy foods. Yeah. But like Mateo, Mateo's, he's a phenomenal cook. He's come yeah. over and cooked at yeah. the house. He's amazing. But he also works hard in the gym. And he said genetically he's predisposed to be skinny, not fat. So if he stops working out, he just gets more and more thin. He never really puts on weight. So that's yeah. just a genetic kind of. How do we know? We, how do we know we're genetically predisposed to? Well, he I just knows that he came from skinny. Well, he's just always been skinny. Rail like thin. you've, you, I, 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 but I used to be skinny. I used to be yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I said was. Yeah, no, I uh, think you should leave. I used to be so skinny, and now I would think I wasn't predisposed that way. So I just changed, though. They used to call me the stick. Really? Yeah. Sal the stick. Yeah. I like that. I thin. Sal the. As a kid. Um. Do you watch on Netflix? First of all, two things I've watched on Netflix. I want to talk to you about. One, The House of Usher. I'm not. Okay, The House of Usher, which I was not watching because I thought it was genuinely about Usher, the singer. Sure. So I thought, like, for, for Netflix, I, you could have just- I thought it was about when he lived with Diddy. No, it's about, it's about Usher. The family's name is the Usher family. Okay. But which I thought, like, marketing for Netflix, like, they shouldn't have- they should have just picked another last name because so many people think it's about Usher and it's not. Right. But the House of Usher, it's phenomenal. It's based off Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Oh, okay. So it's fascinating. And it's one of those things where like the first episode happens and you're like, what's going on? Whatever. And then you keep seeing this person and then you start to realize that every time you see Are you that giving something away? No. You start to realize that every time you see this person, the same actress someone in the family is going to die in that episode, but you don't know how, you don't know which one, you don't know what's going to... She's it's, the it's, raven. So it's like as you're walking, as you're going through the episode, you're like, oh, snap. Did you realize that? You realize that. So when I asked you, is this going to be giving something away? And you said, absolutely not. What were you thinking? I guess I did give it away. Yeah, because that's yeah. something you found out and realized. I'm like, oh, shh. That, so is that is a good is point. It. Yeah. No, but it's okay. Yeah. I'm more concerned. I'm more like, why did you not think that was good? But it doesn't ruin anything. Right, ruin. Right. Right. Like, like that'd be like if you're like, hey, don't give anything away about Stavi Special, then I tell you his closer word for word. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I, I, but I thought it was a phenomenal show. It's one of those ones where I was like literally, and you know what's a nice thing that's happening now is my two-year-old's too young, but my 13-year-old and my eight-year-old, they're starting to watch like more adult stuff with us because we're allowing them because you know especially 13 year old i mean he knows what the hell's going on you'd right. rather him be watching stuff with us than locked upstairs in his room you yes. know what the hell's going on up you there. know what's going and on and you there. don't want to uh, know what's you going don't want to know just get a poncho so right. so so i it's nice that like we're kind of watching this kind of like more adult things because it's tough sometimes when like your kids are little <laughs> watching the fold house <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yes she's like dad to quote the raven yes so but it's kind of cool to like tell my kids like about Edgar Allan Poe right. and like you know the little bit that I know about him and they're like oh cool like for the Did you ever first go to his grave in Baltimore yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I and I went to the site where he died oh like right he on. dropped dead on the street oh I didn't, yeah, right I didn't in Baltimore, go there yeah. that was outside of what it's like Ed's Kennedy's now. fried chicken what was that right yeah that's it was outside it was outside um um the crab the crab feast <laughs> <laughs> um, it was outside a live crab feast podcast think of a um. So basically, though, but it, it's it's an amazing show. It's highly recommended. And another show is, you know how like Netflix is doing this, like how to be a dictator is one. Now they just did one, how to be a mob boss. And one of the episodes on how to be a mob boss was about a Sicilian mob boss. I'm forgetting his last name, but he's very famous in Sicily. Galuli. Galuli. And then what they would do, this is how sick people are. What they would do to like make you never F with them is... They kidnapped this rival mob boss's son, okay? They kidnapped his son. They cut his arms off while he's alive. 16-year-old kid. They cut his arms off. Is this real or, or No, fictional? this is real. This real. is real. Real. They cut his arms off, and then they let him get back to the house, like right in like his mother and father's like front yard, and then he's there like with no arms, and they're like in shock, but at least they have their son back, and then they shot him in the head with like a sniper rifle in front of his mom and dad's house. So like put you through like this mental torture and then like kill your kid in front of you just so you don't mess with them. It's like, I want that. The first thing I would do would say my life is over. And my only thing I'm doing to do right now is, is, is murder you and your family. Yeah, that's it. Well, I mean, that's what well, they murder did. you at least. They eventually, I'm not going to murder the kids, but like, well, that's what it is. That rival mob boss then takes a vendetta and I forgot exactly what happened. But it's one of those There's things. There's other ways to do it. There's so many other ways to do I it. I mean, also one or the other. Like, what about just killing? Like, I mean, don't. But like, you cut his arms off, let him ring the front door, and then shoot him. Yeah, it doesn't make. You could have let him ring the front door with the arms on and shot him. There wouldn't have been much of a difference. Exactly. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It was stupid. That's that's crazy. I know. I was watching it. Maybe up. the uh, mob boss is an arms dealer. That. Welcome back. Thanks. It's good to be here. Good to be Thank back. Thank you. Good to be back. Um, but it was, oh, 10 most shocking reveals. Crickets, by the way. How did From V and, and, and Pim. Crickets. It's a, a bomb. I thought it was cut. I thought it was cut. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me see. Go down. Um, Please tell me uh, you watched The Golden Bachelor. No. All right, I'll talk about it too. What do we got? Al Capone quit school to become an entrepreneur. I, I think I feel like I knew that. Oh, this is just mob stuff? Yeah. I know, his, I know his two mentors, Al Capone, two mentors. Go down to one. What's number one? I like to. I can't do the list. I want to just know number That's one. That's all for power. Pablo Escobar started as a cigar, cigarette smuggler. Okay. What's number two? Oh, yeah, James Whitey Bulger. Do you know Whitey Bulger is unbelievable, that story? You know about him? Yes and no. He was the you know head of like the- Wasn't he still alive all, recently? He was on the run for like 30 years yeah. living as an old man in San Diego. Maybe he came to one of my comedy shows at the American- Maybe he came to one of my comedy shows at the American Comedy, comedy company, company. Or maybe he would have come to one of my comedy shows in El Cajon, California. I played it. January 13th. I love El Cajon. January 12th. You're I'm sorry. I know that you're playing the El Cajon- The El Cajon Theater. Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. People have been commenting I, to I, be careful because it's dangerous area. Now, one of my favorite shows of my tour was in El Cajon. At the El Cajon Theater? Yeah. And then I'm doing the Wiltern Theater the next night. One of my favorite. I did it. Those back-to-back -back nights. I did it. And I, I was like hesitant about LA, and it was gang. Both shows were unreal. El Cajon and Wiltern. Yes. But the tickets are not like flying. Isn't there a problem? Did, did you have not a problem, but like it's not selling as quick as everything else. But I was thinking LA, there's going to sell. It's a big city, but it's not. I, it last got, minute? Do you remember? I got there. I got there, but, but I don't was, I don't remember. I just got there with LA. And with I El Cajon there. as well. El Cajon I had. El Cajon was good. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm having an issue with but El Cajon But it was one. It was one. It wasn't like, you know. Right. But the crowds were unreal. And the Wiltern is beautiful, right? Beautiful. 
Right. Yeah, so nice. And the whole downstairs area, it's like really, really cool. It's like old Hollywood, like kind of. Right. It's fun. Yeah, it's so like new, but it's old. January 12th and 13th. That's fun. Uh, I uh, That's when I start up again with the Jokers, too. And Look I'm not that. in good places, though. I'm in like, well, actually, you know, I am. I'm in Highland, California, but I don't know where Highland, California is. Where is Highland, California? I don't know. If when I say guess. I'm not in good places, I just mean I don't know what the hell that is. Then right. I'm in Phoenix and then somewhere else. But Ooh, anyway. I was just in Phoenix. El Cajon means the, I think El Cajon means the drawer. The drawer? Yeah, or the table. I don't know. I, I asked them what it meant. They told me, and it was 20 minutes before I started my set. Well, I was, I was I, teeing off on the name, and it was so, it, I remember that. I'll, I'll never forget it. There's got to be a thing. I'm sure people call it El Cajones. Yeah, I left right? my wallet in El Cajones. I left my wallet in El Cajones. I don't even know what Cajones means. Does it mean balls? I think it does. I'm right. sure it means something, that, and then that means balls. Tell me about the Golden Bachelor. I've never seen it. I've the never only seen thing it. I've had is a Golden Oreo and a Golden Shower. Okay. Those are both good things. Yeah. Okay. You try them once at least. I, tried, you, I say try everything at least once. Golden license plate. And you know what's funny? The Golden Shower... Kind of fun. Golden Oreo. Disgusting. Disgusting. Anyway, um, I've never seen a bachelor before in my life. Let me preface, preface it with that. Same with me. Never I know that from pop culture. I know here's a rose whatever. I know from Jared Freed. I don't know anything about it. Sometimes some of the names get really popular and I might say, oh, is this person a bachelor person? But I know nothing about it. So the Golden Bachelor was about a 72-year-old guy trying to find love that's okay. him his name is gary which by the way it's not gary it's gary which i've never heard in my life right g-e-r-y g-e-r-y or -E gary they're right. like oh gary yeah it annoyed me for the first three episodes and i got over it gary this my guy dad's name's not tony it's tenny yeah right so this guy is 72 and then there's like i guess i'll say 20 women all between the ages of 60 and 75 gilfs yeah gilfs and they were all is that 20 women? It might even be more. And dude, I, I was like, I don't want to watch this. So I watched the first episode and it is fascinating. And it is, I, I, I was completely hooked. And you know, it's genuine. It wasn't trash television. I thought it was going to be like, you know how like these dating shows, they're all like fighting and they're, you know, it's all like they're embarrassing themselves on television. Really? This was like, they were all supportive of each other well put together they had all different stories and all different lives and they talked about it and you got to know them and it was so touching and it was about these people trying to find love after their spouses have passed 20 30 years ago recently people that have been married 50 years people that haven't been in a relationship in 30 years and it was like so like oh, i i cried like nearly like half the so episode about like going to like a room and having sex or anything no not at all no 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 it's and it was it was it was I'm not these were the that. these were well if you're not gonna if no, you're I'm kidding no, no I'm saying if you're gonna watch it you might not want to see what that was because it's kind of a little bit of a uh, a spoiler but Gary Turner listen to me I say watch it I think you got I think you get something from it really yeah it was corn it's corny but it's also like really really like touching and moving Interesting. it's only like eight episodes or whatever is it, it over is. now it just ended this week did he pick a surprise one that you couldn't believe he picked that one. Uh, he picked one of the, I had narrowed it down to about four and he picked one of the four. Right. Well, there she is. <laughs> That's the one he picked. So <laughs> I guess, you know, no secret for you. Oh, uh, here we go. Well, but listen, when I'm getting tickets, the only app I use is game time. It is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You see the view from your seat before you buy, you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. It's awesome. They have deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and they even honor. And even an hour after its start, it's still the place for last-minute tickets. Listen, there's a lot of ticketing apps out there. There's, a, you know, things can happen. Game time always delivers. And what I love most about them is the game time guarantee. It literally, it always gets you the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game time will credit you 100 110% of the difference. That's amazing. They got zone deals where you pick the section and game time picks the seats for big time savings. I love it. You get exclusive flash deals and sponsored deals with tickets for football, baseball, basketball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. Anything you want to do, game time's got it. All in price, all the prices show you your, your total upfront, no hidden fees or surprises. You know exactly what you're getting into, and you know that you're getting a great deal. So right now, download the Game Time app. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code HeyBabe for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code H E Y B A B E for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed.
Hello, Fresh Baby, America's number one meal kit. You know much how you know how much we love it. We talk about it every day. I use it every day with my family. It's taught me how to cook. It is the only food I eat. Hello, Fresh. Say hello to a stress-less holiday season with the help of Hello Fresh. Skip the grocery store and save time with easy, tasty re- recipes delivered right to your door. Tis the season for giving and gathering. And with HelloFresh, it can also be the season of saving. Actually save money this month with fresh recipes delivered cheaper than takeout. And with pre-portioned ingredients, you will never, ever waste your money on excess food. I just love it. Did you know HelloFresh does more than just dinners? From easy breakfast to start your morning off right to 10-minute lunches on satisfying snacks, both adults and kids will love. HelloFresh has tasty choices for every single mealtime occasion. And the best part? No grocery trip required, baby. They have over 45 recipes and more than 100 seasonal add-on items to choose from every week. So it's easier than ever to find something everyone will enjoy. I love HelloFresh. It is awesome. After a full day of work, there's still so much to do. But with HelloFresh, I don't have to worry about it anymore because they do the busy work for me. Pre-packaged ingredients. I do it with my family. It's a great family uh, bonding uh, experience as well. So I can't advocate for HelloFresh enough. Right now, you're going to get a sweet discount if you go to HelloFresh.com slash HeyBabeFree and use the code HeyBabeFree for free breakfast for life. Let me repeat that. I am not kidding. HelloFresh.com slash HeyBabeFree. Use the code HeyBabeFree. Free breakfast for life, folks. Okay? One breakfast item per box while subscription is active. That's free breakfast for life at HelloFresh.com slash HeyBabeFree with code HeyBabeFree. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. There, there was there was a bunch of curveballs. There was a little bit of a drama at the end. It was hard. It was hard to watch. Interesting. A lot of crying. What about how they like in The Bachelor, they go and meet people's parents. They did that. What do they do now? But well, they met their dead? kids. Oh, their kids. Yes. They nice. met their kids. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. So you've never seen it, but uh, that's cool. But but I, but I enjoyed it. There would have been stuff to talk about if you had seen it. Well, but, I'm probably not going to watch it because I would assume Jasmine's watched this already and 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 hasn't told me. Has just kind of internalized something she's seen on the show <laughs> that I'm not doing, and I've been yelled at about it. So I'm probably not going to see it. So if you want to talk freely about it, I say we talk freely about it, and let me just see if I let me let me. It's fine. So the thing that was wild for me about it the most was first of all you never think about when you when we will be that age and if we will be with someone or not or if we lose a partner or not or when you lose a partner or whatever it is and if you haven't had like a relationship like that in a very long time like what that does to the human being and the it's human an accomplishment psyche. as a human being just to even make it to that age and still be relatively healthy correct yes right so it starts to put your mind there and then you're like oh and then you kind of empathize and you kind of relate to these people and then you know most of the women oh, most yeah, real quick just for, live for a movie it's just and you have to get it. Yeah. You know, most people would empathize with our situation. What is our situation, Dad? I do think most people would empathize with our situation. What is our situation, Dad? Any clues at all? Comedy, two, I'm assuming. Two words, comedy. Two words, comedy. The main actor is, you know, very tall. Legend. You know him. Shaq. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Kazam. <laughs> I don't know if he did something like, you know, like say at home dad or something. No, it's um, it's it's he's very uh, it's tall. Involves, it involves Vince painting. Vaughn? Vince Vaughn? Yeah. It's uh is it probably it's the uh, the the uh the the crashers, the wedding crashers. Wedding crashers. There it is. All right, go ahead. I just started to watch that recently again, but I didn't see that part. You've, so you don't know Wedding Crashers like every scene word for word. Nah, I saw it back in the day once, maybe twice. I've watched Wedding Crashers every it did make single me time it's on a flight. I wa- I love. He's Wedding really Cra- funny in it. He's Dude, he's re- Vince Vaughn's so funny. Let me in tell it. you something. In my opinion, Vince Vaughn is one of the best comedic actors of all time. And you know who else is one of the best comedic actors and directors of all time ever? John Favreau. Oh yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. what John Favreau can do. Favreau, I I call him, but. Well, I'm just I'm just letting you know because I don't want you in a big power meeting, right? Or some type of big luncheon with suits, and then you say John Favreau, and in some way that affects your life in Listen, the future. You know, I'm a, I'm, a friend. Lo- I'm a Favreau lover, but I said I just said Favreau because I wanted in the off chance that well it, he's listening and we know that you are. Yeah. Just wanted to sound a little different, but I, I yes. do. You know me, I'm the biggest Favreau there is. Yeah, I'm a fa- you know I'm, I'm, I'm at all the Favreau bars downtown. Yeah, I love it. Okay, I love it. Brett Favreau. 
<laughs> All right, so Golden Bachelor. No, no. What 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 got me? What got the hooks in me is this: these people are very vulnerable, <laughs> and uh, they haven't been in a relationship. And some of them, like I said, are widowed, and they they've never had the courage to open up to someone like that again, and 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 get to that place mentally and emotionally with someone again. And then they do, right? And then this guy has to date like 25 women and they all feel that way. And so they're all taking a leap of faith and like opening their wounds and their hearts again after a long time of not having, for most, for the most part. And then he establishes connections with so many of them and then just has to dump them. I know. And they are literally, I mean, they're devastated because they make this connection with him and they're like, I never thought that he, I would feel this feeling again. It's been 40 years. I've never even looked at another person and I can't believe I'm, I'm falling in love. I forgot what it feels like to feel this way. My Everything's changed. I have hope w- with life. I feel happy for the first time. And then he's like, you're out of here. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, oh my God. And they're devastated. And it was like, I felt so bad. I was crying like every episode. Okay, I, I respect it. And I understand, but my only... But it was entertaining, too. Right, but my only thing is, is, okay, listen, there's always a chance, especially when you're meeting someone and going and dating someone that they're talking to other people. Always there's a chance. It's always in the back of people's minds. But when you are on a television show where you know, not only do you know they're talking to other people, you know the other people they're talking to. I know. How could you get allow yourself to get that close and fall it's in love? It's part of the process of watching this. I say all these things out loud. I talk to the television. I talk out loud. I say, but... But, but this has been X amount of weeks and this and this and that. But they even address it themselves. They're like, look, I know, you know, I know it's been like, you know, six weeks and I know I've only been on five dates with him. But, uh, you know, and they, they say, I know I didn't, I didn't think this could happen, but I'm, I'm in love with this guy. You know, like I, and, and, and they explain it and I'm like, oh, I guess so. I mean, look, when you're, when you have not even looked at someone that way or attempted to be on, you know, go on a date or anything like that, and you put yourself in that position and then you make a connection, I guess it's like, the floodgates open. It's like, so they get hooked, you know, they get like emotional. Right. It was depressing. Right. Hopeful, but depressing. But depressing. Sweet, but sad. But sweet, but sad. Yeah, there was the, there was the yin and yang of it, which right. I enjoyed. Right. I did, on, on certain nights where I wasn't in a great mood, I didn't watch it. Interesting. Because sometimes it made me feel a little bit down. Right. Uh, empathetic. Right. So I was like, let me not lean into that. But on nights where I was like, I had to skip a pep in my step, I would watch it. You would watch it? Yeah. And there's only eight episodes in there? Eight hour eight, long episodes? Maybe ten. Eight, right. eight to ten. They're 44 minutes. Like, Will there be a golden bachelorette? Have people so, been saying? So Bachelor Nation is a buzz. Apparently what happens is that in the regular bachelors, the runner-up becomes the next other person. So the last bachelor... That got cut becomes the new bachelor. So this new and bachelorette. And then his last bachelorette that got cut becomes the new bachelorette. Well, and she might be the so bachelorette, assuming she's not dead. It's, it stands to reason. We thought they were going to make that announcement. They didn't. Right. So I don't know. But the woman who got cut, was it was very sad because she was like, I've been, my whole life, I've been in two marriages that they didn't treat me right. They they left me. They disappointed me. They shocked me. They left me alone. They left me brokenhearted. And she was a sweet, intelligent, good-looking lady. And she's like, I've, I've been, I have no trust in anyone. It's always gone terrible for me. I put, I've been crushed too many times. I've never wanted to do it again. And then she falls madly in love with this guy. And he tells her he loves her too. And what was her name? And he tells her, I, you're the one, Leslie. Leslie? He ends up picking Teresa. <sighs> No, but and, and 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 he goes on. So he goes and meets their families, and they meet theirs, and everything's go- cooking, right? And he's like, I don't really know about Teresa. I liked her in the beginning. I don't know a lot about her, but Leslie, I. And he goes on this date, and it's the last date before he chooses. And you're like, oh, I don't even have to watch the finale. He's choosing Leslie. Then he goes on his date with Teresa. She turns on the charm all of a sudden. They get into it. They go behind closed doors. She reveals everything about her life. He comes out. He's like. She lost her husband 40 years ago. Like, I lost my wife 40 years ago. I didn't know that. Like, we bonded. Blah, blah, blah. And he ends up picking Teresa. Now, Leslie, he, 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 she just has a breakdown right on the show. It doesn't even get to the final Golden Rose ceremony where he chooses one. He has to tell her beforehand because he can't stand to let her wait. So he, cut, he goes against the show's rules, goes to our house and says, I'm not picking you. Wow. Which is, I don't think it's ever happened before. As, as that's what the host said. And he, and he refers to Bachelor Nation all the time. As a matter of fact, we were doing a shot every time he said the word Bachelor Nation. It's too much <laughs> if you're watching. I think his name's Jeff. He refers to Bachelor Nation every other sentence. That's the only country I want to be a citizen yeah. to. 
Ashley Nation. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but but uh, and then she breaks down and she's like, she literally starts bawling. She's like, everything you told me was a lie. He's like, no, I felt that in the moment. She's like, we went behind closed doors. The cameras didn't see what you told me. You led me to believe you were definitely choosing me. You led me there, and then you just pulled the rug out from under me. Well, and this she's is why just, I'm not choosing you, Leslie. She's dressing. <laughs> so I mean, get she over. She just it. lays it all out. He's he's just Jesus sitting there like Christ. Why all your husbands divorce you? Yeah. He, God, he, dude, sounds he, so annoying. <laughs> she lets him have it to the point where all he could do is like he feels so bad he starts to cry. He says, "This is the worst I felt since my wife died." Right. But then all after after a while of him going, "You deserve this. I'm so sorry." She just keeps little and he goes, "I'll see myself out." <laughs> <laughs> and he just gets up and walks out. She's like, "Yes, yes. see yourself out." Yeah, I mean it's but, but spoiler you, alert. Okay, but do you think? But do you think, do you think, my it. question is though, like, I, I mean, some of that has to be not genuine. It just can't. I promise you, I am I am the biggest cynic of this. I'm the biggest, biggest critic. This was genuine. If I was one of those golden bachelorettes like Leslie and I said something like that and it got really negative press, like if it turned on her somehow. No, like, no, no. It no, didn't turn on no, her. No, no, I'm just saying she, if it she, did. She was, she was, nothing was bad at what she said. But if it did, if any of these golden bachelorettes said anything or even the bachelor said something he regretted, you could just be like, I have dementia. You could say that. <laughs> you I'm could. Sorry. Dude, some of these women, one was 75. She looked like she was 55. 50. Yeah. I swear to God, I, I, I swear to God, you I was like good, insane. <laughs> they they played pickleball. They did the pickleball tournament. One like broke her leg or something. <laughs> where where's the obsession with out where, of nowhere? Where's the obsession with pickleball out, and New Balance sneakers? I, where the hell pickleball? Where does pickleball come from? Everybody and their mama playing pickleball. Pickleball was dropped on us out of nowhere. nowhere. I heard. I remember the first time I heard pickleball. They said to me um, on the show, we did, we 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 played pickleball coaches. <laughs> I hate people that sip like that. When yeah. they go like this, yeah. just purse your lips. Yeah. You know, like, what, what's the point of that? Like, people, they do. Yeah. I hate it. Yeah. You, you have lips to put them out. And so, yeah. Go ahead. When was the last time you used a silly straw? Oh, I use them all the time with the kids. Oh, me too. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I, yeah, I use them all the time for myself, but yeah. yeah. Um, Sounds a pedophile. What was I saying? Um, <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're going to come after. No, Chester was coming after me. Yes. Uh, uh, what, what well, we were talking about pickleball. Just got oh, dropped oh, on They us. said yeah. to me, they said to me, uh, they pitched to me, you guys will play pickleball um, co uh, uh, instructors. Okay. I said, what's pickleball? And we did it on the show. We played pickleball. How many years ago? This pickleball instruction? Yeah. Was, uh, it was two years ago. Okay. Not even. So recently? Not even. Right. It was like this season. Right. Of the Golden Bachelor. Right, yeah. And uh, that's the first time I heard it. And then I heard it every day of my life since then. Every, every single day. day of my life. Benetia, you play pickleball, right? No, I play tennis. Actual tennis. What's the difference Ooh, between pickleball and shade. tennis? Sorry. I really hate pickleball because they are kicking all the courts in the city. You don't have any good public oh, but I thought there the were difference? specific pickleball courts. Yeah, and men, the ones that were really meant for tennis, like they're now developing pickleball instead of new tennis courts. But what uh, is the what is the difference between pickleball and tennis? Pickleball what, what is like ping pong meets tennis. Okay. Or so, paddle ball meets so tennis. So do you have to be less of an athlete then to play pickleball? Pickleball's for more of the population. That well that's well, I heard it was it became it boomed because of the elderly. Cuz that like the um the, the elderly uh, play tennis though. Yeah, well they play pickleball for reals though. Like for real for real. Right, for real. Got it. But don't sleep. It is. It is still challenging. You're still. I mean, you ever get into a heated game of ping pong? That you sweat. Right. Like this is still like. Imagine it's still like tennis with paddles. It's like right. it's it, and you still have to run back and forth. You know. Right. I just think that it is could also be played at a certain speed. And I think it. I was told to found traction at the old age like communities. Like they started playing it for exercise, and then it just blew up. And now it's like everybody's doing it. Right. But uh, I mean, this is like this is the new. Like, I don't remember the last time something came on the scene that no one ever heard of in their yeah, lives. It's, it's, it's almost like, but see, this is what I'm talking like, about. Like, how long has it even been around? Like, that's the thing, though. Like, I feel like the governments do that. Like, there's powers that be that just drop these things into our... Because it's just it's just nowhere, and then it's everywhere. Well, the government, the government, I don't know why. Well, they're, it has been around. Distracting us pickleball, pickleball has been around for fifty eight and a half years. <laughs> yeah, but... So, sometime back in the 60s, the government uh, planted a seed. I just, 
I, I mean, just, I bet you Russia planted a seed in the 65 and now it's, they, they do that. They do the long-term No, they do. It's a long-term warfare. I don't know what this is, but if the, the way that pickleball has come out of nowhere, how it was nowhere, now it's everywhere. It's just, it's, it's something is up. Some, the government did something with pickleball and I will find it. And if you find me hanging from my own doorknob, know that I got close. Same thing as MJ and Anthony Bourdain. Pickleball is a reference Bourdain. to the thrown together leftover non-starters in the pickle boat of crew races. I made a woman named Joan yesterday. Oh, she was a waitress. What a nice name, Joan. I said, ma'am, you have a powerful name. I said, you have a powerful name. There's very Joan powerful women. Joan of Arc, Joan Rivers, Joan Jett. I said, there's powerful women named Joan. Go, keep and going. She, the, well, those are the ones I said, and I just thought like she would have like a response. Like, oh, thank you, whatever. She was like, is the steak medium rare or well? Well done. And I was like, oh, it's uh, me- we, we would like it medium rare. Don't, don't you not? I, I, she was sweet, but I was like, I just, you know, I would like to have a conversation about your name, Joan. Yeah. I was like, my daughter's name's Delilah. It's in like the same mm-hmm. realm as mm-hmm. Joan. It's like not, it's like an old school name that's not too popular, but it doesn't yeah, sound if a little, made up. a little girl walked in there and said, oh, my name is Joan, that'd be so cute. I would love it. Yeah. Like, you know, if like a little boy came and said, my name's George. Yeah. It's like old, but she was like. She didn't want to, she didn't want to participate. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Well, do you think you always oblige when someone approaches you and asks you things like that? Well, I don't have a very I interesting asks, name. Asks you. Asks you. I'm going to start going with my name, introducing myself. I want to change my name to Christopher. <laughs> yeah. What is your name? Not Christopher. No, my name's Christopher, but like I go by Chris DeStefano. But I want to start being. Uh, I want to start going as Christopher DeStefano. Well, or my name, or Christopher D D E E. No. My how about hey babe, with, how, hey babe with Christopher and Salvatore? <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Dude, my daughter signs her name in school, which the teacher's like, we don't have a problem with it. But on test, she puts DelilahD.com. That's <laughs> <laughs> her name. She's, she's, she's already working on her brand. She'll put first name Delilah, last name D.com. <laughs> and then she told me, she's like, you should change your name to Christopher D on stage. I'm like, that's kind of like very gay. Yeah. But it, it's kind of like a different name. Like if I do a one man show, I'll do it as Christopher D. Christopher D. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Or we, we should do a whole episode where we assume what that feels like. You'll be Christopher D and I'll be Salvatore V. Right. And it'll be Hey Babe, Christopher D and Salvatore V. And we'll see how... And we'll see what happens when we assume those monikers. Yeah, Yeah. Vanity a G and Homeless P. Homeless P. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this episode sponsored by BetterHelp. Listen, we all need therapy at some point in our life. I know I do. I've been doing it for a year. I've been using BetterHelp for a year and they really are awesome. I mean, look, Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself, and the holidays are a great time to do that. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during the tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. I've benefited from therapy, um, and I really think like you could too. Some of you know that you need it. Some of you don't know that you need it, but BetterHelp makes it so easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is done entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. It is the season of giving. Give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heybabe today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heybabe. Again, entirely online. You don't have to actually go to a therapist's office and sit there in a brick and mortar. You just do it. You start it when it's convenient for you. And they really do have great therapists. And if you don't like the therapist, you can switch at any time. They make it so seamless. I've done that a couple of times. And they really, really, really are thinking about you first. So right now, go to betterhelp.com slash heybabe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash heybabe to get 10% off your first month. BetterHelp. Thanks for sponsoring the episode. What's up, guys? Dr. Squatch is a new soap product that I've been using. I got sent these bars because they're with the podcast now. And I have to tell you right this second, I love them. I really do. They are, they smell so, they smell so good. There's cool, fresh aloe, bay rum, pine tar. They have all these cool scents, wood barrel bourbon. My favorite is Birchwood Breeze. This is what it looks like. Um, before I had, before they sent me this, I really didn't have a soap that I would use. And then my regular soap. This is definitely going to become my regular soap. Um, stuff to know about it. High performance natural products. It's 98% natural. B Corp certified. There's no harmful ingredients. Um, 
it just smells great and it's a good holiday stocking stuff i'll tell you that much just load this up in a stocking you buy three soaps right now you get three soaps free that's 28 bucks in savings that's like getting each bar for four dollars and this is like a really kind of like artisanal type of product uh, there's free shipping that's valid for new customers only uh yeah right now dr squash is offering our listeners a huge savings all new customers will get three free bar soaps plus free shipping with any purchase of three bars just go to drsquatch.com slash hey babe that's dr squatch d-r-s-q-u-a-t-c-h.com slash hey babe to receive this buy three get three uh offer uh slash hey babe uh, to buy three soaps and get three free. It's time to get all the daily routine essentials you'll need to start feeling good and smelling like a man today. <laughs> Don't worry. No one can tell this kid's... What is up with this kid's hair, Pimpy? I have no idea. This guy shaved his head and tattooed hair onto his head. <laughs> and by the way, he didn't tattoo a flattering haircut onto no, his head. <laughs> he tattooed like a Russian 1998 haircut. Yeah. That's almost a little bit like what a... Uh, uh, Flavor Flav. Uh, no, uh, Clinton. Uh, uh, come on. Uh, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Jim Carrey. Yes, but uh, but our friend, uh, flagrant. <laughs> I, I, Andrew I, Schultz. Yes, yes, yes. Andrew Schultz. Schultz he has a whole shaved thing now. It's right, like a nineteen right. fifties throwback it's like haircut. A, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a futuristic but also throwback haircut. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that lately. I'm scared. What? Yesterday, I tried to remember the name of someone I've known for 30-something years. Yeah, but it's not. And I, I was looking at the people I was with. I was like, this is insane. I, this person I, I've known for over 30 years, I know them, know them. I can't think of their name. Yeah, but that's because you haven't thought about them in a while or thought about their name in a while. But, so other things have gone pushed the but front. But that didn't happen back. in the past, and it's happening more and more now. Like, I can't. I, I mean, I, Andrew Schultz, I've thought of him. I, I see him. I see him online. I see like it's. It's not like I haven't thought of Andrew Schultz in 30 years. Right. It's not that scary. It's a little scary to yeah, me. Yeah, but I think it's also you. I, I think you had a big thing happen in your life. You know, you you put a lot of time and energy towards the special. That's over now. That was in the forefront of your mind. Now your your brain's settling back to like kind of ordinary time, as we call it in Catholicism. You're okay. in ordinary time now. Well, I appreciate you were the holidays and you had big things going on. But now we're in, we're entering ordinary. So time. you're saying there's nothing at all to worry about. I don't think there's a thing at all to worry about. I don't think you should worry about anything. Um, uh, what would you rate your memory on a scale of one to ten? Ten being, uh, ten being uh, Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man, mm -hmm. like whatever, right. and then like one being like oh, is he, like one being like uh, Robert De Niro in uh, Awakenings. I would say uh, um, my memory is about a seven. <laughs> okay, I would say my memory is about a seven. And is that fine? It's par. It's solid. Solid. What I have a better. What I remember. Most I remember a lot of facts and like specific things about like history, but you like do. my childhood and things I don't remember at all. You see, it's a reverse for me. So that's a, I remember moments, human moments in childhood, but I cannot remember history. Right. See, and that's all I can remember. But I remember numbers. Right. I do remember numbers. Like phone like, numbers. No, like I'll like just uh, things with numbers. Like I'll if you say to me, when oh, I say like eighteen. What do you think of? 18? I'm just saying, I'm throwing a red 37. I don't mean it like that. Oh. Although, did you ever hear about 37 being the most quintessential number? No. That theory about 37 being the, the most common and quintessential. Quintessential Tarantino? Quintessential Tarantino. That's Colin a fun Quintessential? One. Colin Quintessential. Uh, wait, 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 we'll go back. See, what was I saying? I, said, I forgot what I said just now. Like, if you said to me, oh, you played the Moore Theater in Seattle in 2014, I'd be like, yes, this was the capacity and that's what we sold. Oh, okay. So so that's the way your brain gets mapped. Yeah. Like, it's 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 in numbers. Like, Matteo Lane, who we've spoken about, his brain sees colors. So numbers are colors to him. And okay. different. And so so he, that's how he, so it's um called, um like, autosomnia, I think. It's, okay. it's, it's, um. It's basically like certain. He associates a color with a number. I think that's what it is. And or, what does that do? Is that is that a benefit yeah, synesthesia. or synesthesia? Synesthesia is when your brain routes sensory information through multiple unrelated senses, causing you experience more than one sense simultaneously. That's not so. When you're yeah, you think anything that he sees in his brain is different colors. It's the gayest tasting. brain you can have. <laughs> <laughs> tasting words. Yes. <laughs> or linking colors to numbers. Tasting a word. Well, that's what I feel like when you say hummus. You taste it. I can taste the the. It's it's like just good enough throw edible throw. When you map people's brains, it's amazing because we all have the same 
brains for the most part, like, you know, the same parts of the brain in the same places, but our brains, what, how they function is wildly different from person to person. It's truly nuts how different our brains are, but you think that they're the same. Even this shirt is 150 out the door. Still nuts. <laughs> uh, I think you should leave. Yeah. Still Flash. nuts. Dan Flash. <laughs> wait, wait. What's your oldest memory? Okay. I believe my oldest memory, and I believe my first memory is me being three to three and a half years old. Okay, that's pretty old. That's having, pretty old. Having a pretty scratchy throat. My mom going into the kitchen getting me some type of tea or medicine and me laying down on the couch watching basic television. We didn't get cable till I was in eighth grade watching like whatever CBS or something like that on like an old school Zenith TV and seeing, Zenith. And seeing a, an image of Dolly Parton and falling in love with Dolly Parton. Are it's, you pulling my leg? I swear to God. I was pulling my leg to Dolly Parton, <laughs> um, but but that that's that's my first memory that I really remember. Are you serious? Laying on my couch, seeing Dolly Parton with a scratchy. You remember a lot with a scratchy throat. And again, it could be my memory now has taken on an, like it could not be the actual thing. But if you're asking me today, that is the oldest memory I have, and I don't know what it was, but I remember my mother walking to the kitchen, and and doing something, and then me looking and being like, I love Dolly Parton. Mm. Is that weird? No, she's she's a looker, a babe. Yeah. What's your earliest memory? It's I, I couldn't discern if one's earlier than the other, but my amongst my earliest, I remember was Christmas. We were living in the first house that I was born in, which I believe we left when my sister was born. So we only lived there until about th I was three, or maybe maybe four. Mm -hmm. Some same around age, three to four, and uh, my mom was getting ready. And I was laying on the living room floor of my dad. It was a blue carpet and there was a mirrored wall and the tree was up and she was getting ready. And me and my dad were laying on the floor playing with two little bendable with a bendable figurine of olive oil. Nice. I remember I got this can of spinach and the, the figurines were in and you opened the can and I had a Popeye and an olive oil and I still have the olive oil. You still have it? I still have it. That's and insane. It's linked to my first memory. Wow. Her nose came off. Right. Oh, I thought you meant a jar of olive oil. But you're talking about olive oil, Popeye's wife. Yeah, I didn't pull a jar of olive oil out of a can of spinach. Because I was saying, why would you, well, who, <laughs> who has little, why would you give a kid a little <laughs> play toy olive no, oil? No, the figurines, like, and we, it was like those one, no, those ones where you little, you just bent it and they bent yes. any, any way. Yes. The whole body and everything. Like there was a, there was literally a piece of like, like bendable metal in the rubber. Right. Yeah. That's what, and that, that was it. And he was like playing and making voices and stuff. Do you remember Stretch Armstrong? Yes. Yeah. I had one of those. They 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 come out with vintage toys now. They remade that. You can right. buy that now. Really? Yeah, you tried to break that shit, right? I would yeah, I think I I think I did. Did you break it? I think everybody at least broke one of them. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's crazy. It's like you give it to a kid and like you to, you're going to pull this as hard as you can in opposite directions and it's going to snap or someone's going to let go and it's an immediate like I'm putting you in immediate danger with this. Right. No kid's like just pulling the thing like this. He's, right. he's like you just run as far as you can. Right. That that had to be also a lot of poison in that thing. No, hundred percent. Every toy from back then was uh, loaded, I mean, not FDA approved at all by anything. <laughs> loaded <ever>. up. <laughs> yeah. You ever eat the uh, Play-Doh? Oh yeah. Play-Doh, yeah. uh, orange crayons. I would eat Crayola all day. Really? Yeah. You ever go to the Crayola factory in Pennsylvania? Seven times. Fun trip. Really? Yeah, I liked it. I never went. It must smell great. It smells great. That and Hershey, Pennsylvania. Have a, yes. So I said one time they should have a Play-Doh cologne, and we Googled it, and there was. Right. Yeah, I was like, Play-Doh make the smell makes you want to eat it. The smell, texture, and and vibrancy of it makes you want to eat it. Yeah, and you eat it, and all bets are off. Nothing, nothing comes together there. No, it tastes disgusting. No, I um, I, I remember what is the sense of smell of Arizona? <laughs> Play-Doh. Play-Doh oh. <laughs> oh. Play is it, a philosopher. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, Unique scent formed through the combination of a sweet, slighty, musky, vanilla-like fragrance with slight overtones of cherry and the natural smell of a salted wheat-based dough. I mean, that sounds, sounds delicious. And it sounds healthy. Yeah, it does. It really does. It does. What is the agreeable smell? That's, that's funny, an agreeable In smell. Play -Doh. Yeah, I, um, I remember that. I remember, I, and then I remember, I remember. I got a, yeah, go ahead. Go I, for it. I remember, um. My first crush. I remember this girl. I remember being 
in kindergarten and then looking at this girl, Jenny, and being like this, I like for the first time ever, I'm like, I'm like obsessed with this. Like, what is this? Wow. What is this feeling? Like in the movies, it would be that moment where you see it for the first time, like the meet cute. Like I remember. And then you ready for this? Yeah. She's not an actress at all. She has nothing to do. She's not in entertainment at all. You know, you don't talk anymore or whatever. It's just kindergarten. I saw her in a commercial. Her and her, uh, for some, you know, like how sometimes they do commercials and they'll have like real, real people. Person. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was one of the real people. I was like, look at that. There you go. <laughs> You're like, she is a real person. That she is. is. Was it for like a, uh, like a. I forgot what the commercial was, but I was like, is that Jenny? Wow. But yeah, wow. she was like, it was one of those things where I was like, I was like, um, wow, this is like, I can't believe, like, I just had a crush on her. The She knew it too. Like, it was embarrassing yeah. for me, but she was like. Yeah, everyone, you, you told them, right? Everyone knew it back then. Everybody knew, My our moms knew. They thought yeah. it was cute. Like, oh, my mom felt bad. Same she, thing with mine. Because she just knew that, like, this was never, this is just never going to happen. Yeah. Her dad knew, her dad was my basketball. She was a great, It was. there was such a wonderful family. Isn't that funny family, how the class knew, the families knew? The families I, knew, her brother I, knew, I, I everybody had, like, knew. three or four crushes throughout, like, K through eight. And everybody knew about him. As a matter of fact, in eighth grade, I was we were voted class couple. None of them ever wanted anything to do with me, but I had a crush. Yeah. Um, I remember my first day of kindergarten and my first day of preschool. Wow! First what day preschool's of pre teacher's name. That I don't remember, but See, I, I remember. remember my, I remember all my teachers' names. I can go from kindergarten through eighth grade and tell me tell you all my teachers. K, K I can, but I, preschool I don't remember. I think they just had like helpers. Through, can you go K through eighth grade yeah. all your teachers' names? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go. So pre-K. We'll do them over there. Okay. Pre-K for me, Miss Schneider. Okay. Kindergarten for me, Miss Schneider. First grade for me, Miss Schneider. She, I had the same teacher three years in a row. She kept getting moved up. And did you appreciate that or were you like drats? No, loved it. Love Miss Schneider. Second grade Miss Link. Third grade Miss McNevin. Fourth grade Miss Wasman, who I had a crush on. Fifth grade Miss Chicaroni. Sixth grade Sister Anna Mary. Seventh grade Miss Crimmy. Eighth grade Sister Teresa. <laughs> Principal Sister Seraphine. You you had a nun in the eighth, but no no other in no other grade. That's a good point. My I only, only nun, nun was in, in two. Six in the eighth. My nun was in two. Right. I had Miss Vitali. Love it for kindergarten. First grade is Miss Delisandro. Second grade was Sister Rachel. Mm -hmm. who yanked the kid's ear so, uh, so hard one time he bled. Right. Third grade was Miss Gagliardi, uh, who got divorced while we were in school and went, reverted back to her uh, maiden name, which was Miss Piero, and she was the sister of the drummer Tony Piero from the band Twisted Sister. By the way, tell me you went to school in Staten Island without telling me you went to school in Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fourth grade was Miss Cudahy. Okay. She was... Uh, Cudahy? She Cudahy. She was... <laughs> Easily, easily four foot one. <laughs> she, she was four foot one. She was a, a rotund woman and she wore yeah. moo-moos. Yeah. Um, They're back in fashion. Fifth grade was a Miss Demarest who I recently saw this season. I was filming in Jersey and her daughter saw, saw me and then called her and they came to the location and they went to the PA and said, we need to speak to him. I'm his fifth grade teacher. I hadn't seen her since then. Everyone had a crush on her then too. Right. She looked great. She looked the same. And I, I, I blew her mind. I was like, I remember when you got engaged, you went to the mall to get a pair of Reeboks when they first came out and you didn't know you got engaged. And she was like, ah, and I told her, so, I, I, that's I the thing. these teachers were in their twenties when they were teaching. She us. was 23. Like she was like a smoking hot 23 year old. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then sixth grade was Miss Smith. She was, if I might, if I may say so myself, the one I liked the least out of every single grade. Really? She just had a, an attitude, a chip on her shoulder. She didn't like her job. She wasn't personable. She really had a short fuse. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't need anything. And, and then one time I actually, I shot someone in the face with a rubber band from across the room. Now, I didn't mean to shoot him in the face, but she really went overboard with that. Yeah. Uh, seventh grade, I had Mrs. Attilio. Attilio the Hun. Attilio the Hun, who then got married and became Miss Coover. Okay. And then, no, sorry. Coover! So that was that was seventh. But then in seventh, we got to we didn't switch out grades. Did you switch out? No, right? No. But in seventh grade and eighth grade, we switched for just for social studies. Yeah. And that teacher was Miss Musio. And then so when we were supposed to get her in eighth grade, Miss Coover went from seventh to eighth, and Miss Musio went back down to seventh. And we didn't get Miss Musio, and we had Miss Coover twice. But Miss Musio, out of the whole nine years, was the teacher that everyone was like. In love with. They want, and then you didn't get her. She was like 22, 23, and uh, very, very, very good looking. Do you And think every kid, and we were in seventh, eighth grade, you know, every kid was like head over heels. As a matter of fact, on the last day of school, 
my friend Frank went up to her desk and left him his, num- her, his number. He <laughs> said, and she my- goes, what is this? He goes, it's just my number if you want to call me, if you want to call me. Yeah, if you don't want to call me, I ask for my mom. We my even mom had, will get me on the phone. At a sleepover even, uh, we found, they found her number. I, I wasn't there, but they found her number in the phone book and called it. And then her machine came on. <laughs> and my friend, while the machine is on, they were like going to hang up. And my friend yelled my other friend's name. He was like, Tommy Cloak. Oh, shit. And then he was like, oh. and then he went, uh, Damien Bates. <laughs> he, and then they hung up. And then the next day in school, she's like, so I had people from school call my house last night. I know who it is. And like, it was this whole thing. And you got that. But they, it, she, I think it wasn't any real trouble. From what I recall, I think she handled it really cool. Right. I, from what I recall. Do you think that any of your teachers are still working at that school that you mentioned? Do any of them still? The school pro- closed down about... Sometime in the last 10 years. But when it did, yes, there was. Yeah. See, there, my first grade teacher was still there, dude. My St. Matthias, where I went in Ridgewood, Queens, there's still some of the same teachers. I don't know if any of the ones I mentioned, but they still work there. It's wild. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, and so, and then I'll, I'll fast forward this. I was, who was I with? <laughs> I, yeah, I might have been, I'll call it, I was in, let's call it, I was 25. Mm hmm. And I was I, I somehow was at a bowling alley on Staten Island. What do you mean somehow? That's what you do. No, I don't I think I took my niece. It was in the daytime. Like I didn't Rabs, go bowling. Country I, lanes? Cosmic lanes? It probably was Rabs, yeah. Yeah. Not Rob's, Rabs. 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 Gary. That's where it was. Rabs. It not was. Rabs, it's Rabs. It was Rabs Rabs. Yeah, it's Gary. Gary. Not Gary. 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 And I was twenty five and I was there with my girlfriend and my niece to take her bowling and I saw Miss Musio. Wow. Yeah, so you got to think I was 12 or 13, 13, let's call it. So 12 years later. Right. Maybe. Maybe I was a little older than that. Maybe I was, she was born in, say she was five, 2005. I, I don't know how old I was. We used to call my that's gym not teacher. Too, we used to 29. Gym, I was 29. We used to call my gym teacher Lou Kang. I know. I, I told you that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know because Bowen's lost his crap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was 29. So that means yeah. I, you had 16 years. So she was a, so I was 29 and she was 39. Okay. Yeah. That's how old I am. Now. I did not approach her. Right. I did not approach her. But I saw her from afar and I was like, wow. It just it, it occurred to me that we could date now. Right. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be 29 and a 39 year old. That's not out of the not question. Bad. Yeah, and it, it just blew my balls off because I was like, oh, wow. Like, I'm seeing her for the first time since graduation, and if she's single and I was single, I could approach her, and if she if she was took it, if she liked me, we could have went on a date. Right, could have went on a date. The, I'll never know what happened with that storyline in my life because I didn't... But I it's, didn't, it's nice to think about. Yeah, so now I'm 40, so she's 50. It could happen now. It could, could even happen, happen now. now. If you're listening. And we know that you are, are. Miss Musio. That's it. Give us a call here at uh, 1-800-HEY-BABE. Hey, we should have a phone number. Shouldn't we? We should take live callers. Well, I honestly would love to do that. Should we, we take could live do, callers? You know, we could do that. We could literally tweet right now, we'll, we'll call this number right now, and we'll just put it on speaker and do it. Well, we'll one of our cell phones? No, we'll get like a... Can we get like a... We'll get like a, a, a Google number. Let's get a Google number and let's start... That, do, let's just, do, it just works when we turn it on. Let's do that for next week. Because I would love to start to call, have people call in and just say anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's do one full one where all we're doing is picking up the phone, answering calls. Yeah. See how it goes. All day. But we tweet it and you just call this number right now. So we got to get something on. Yeah. You know what yeah. I want so bad right now? Fettuccine Alfredo with grilled chicken and garlic bread. You can make that happen. I can. One day I was sitting with my friend and he said, if I won the lottery, I would eat Kit Kats all day long. And I said, you could do that now. <laughs> Shout out, Steve. <laughs> you don't need to win a lot. Everyone just turned. I was like, just it hit 50 cents. Just go do it. <laughs> yeah. But you're not going to eat because you've, you've lost so much weight. You're not going to eat. You're not going to indulge in something like that. I'm drinking bone broth now. Wow. Every, that's another thing that's come out of left field. Bone broth. Left field for me. I first heard about it like six months ago. And uh, I thought it was like, eh. but let me tell you, it's all over the place now. And I'm, right now, this is bone, bo- bone broth with ginger, uh, vitamin C, and garlic. What, you made it? It tastes like I'm drinking Thanksgiving. Where did you get it? The store. What do you mean? Like uh, 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 Nearby. Like someone, she, they just went down and got it, like where they sell, yeah, Springbone Kitchen. Oh, so this is a place that's all bone broth. I didn't know that, but someone said, I'm going to get bone broth. I said, get me one. Yeah. And they got it at this place. So it must be 
select bone broth because that place now they're making businesses out of the, just bone broth now. yeah yeah because because if you i used to drink this paleo bone broth you would just sip it like if you're like fasting for two three days you eat bone broth all day nutrients vitamins everything nutrients out the a i'm told yes yeah they said this is one of the best things you could drink for immunity that and it kind of satiates you i'm i feel completely satiated i haven't even eaten today what time do we have right now it is uh 121 in the year of our lord and i haven't had anything when's the last time you ate last night uh, last night I ate, I ate a nice meal at around eight forty, okay. eight thirty, and then did I sneak later? And then around eleven thirty before I went to bed, I did have a three three triangles of a Toblerone. Okay, and I I I ate about ten peanut butter pretzel nuggets with that. Okay, I cheated. You che- but the, hey. But you're down how but, much? But I have, well, it depends, it depends when you're talking about. But in the last, I hit, a, I hit a weight where it's visible, but I've been working at that for a long time. So people are like, well, you lost a lot of weight. But it, it's been like, it's been a long time that I've been like tr- trying. But how, long, but, but, but how long and how many, from the worst it's been? The worst it's been, which is probably a year, year and a half ago, whatever. I'm down, uh, let me do the math. 20, 41, uh, 6, 47 pounds. This has been Hey Babe. Don't be a fake, don't be a flake, don't run away from your feelings, babe.